Today, we're gonna be talking about leadership and mentoring. Uh, bigyan ko lang kayo ng context. Uh, meron tayo papanood din ng video about mentoring, about leadership. And yung video na yon is almost 40 minutes long. So, ito sila. First time lang din nilang napanood yon, except for Carl. Okay, Carl, napanood mo na to kasi sinare ko to dun sa mastermind natin. So, mm. the video is about uh, John Maxwell talking about leadership. So, if hindi nyo kilala si John Maxwell, siya yung best-selling author na sobrang daming books, actually, about about leadership. Ayan, so meron si si Jordan. Ayan, nakikitang-kita nyo naman. So, uh, good leaders ask questions. So, Masama yun sa mga book and marami siyang collection actually ng mga books. And if you want to be a leader someday or if you want to improve or develop your leadership uh, qualities right now, John Maxwell is one of my go-to guys pagdating sa leadership. Okay, so you're missing a lot if hindi nyo siya pinafollow. So I implore you to follow him on Facebook and sa mga social media niya because he's posting a lot of good content right now, especially during this crisis. Kasi nga sabi ko kanina, ngayon tayo pinakakailangan and tignan nyo naman si John Maxwell, he's show, showing up every week to give content. Ano? So uh, I forgot kung kailan to parang last week yata or two weeks ago, uh, he posted a, a, a video about about leadership. And ayun yung papanoorin natin today. So sila, first time lang nilang napanood to. And ako, actually, maraming beses ko na to napanood since last week or two weeks ago. I forgot na eh. So, pero every time na pinapanood ko, I'm learning something new. So, magte-take down notes kami dito. And then what's gonna happen is siguro mga 10, 12, or 15 minutes, we're gonna cut the video and then we're gonna process. We're gonna ask everyone uh, itong mga mentors natin, dun sa mga key takeaways nila, ano ba yung, meron ba silang violent reaction, meron, anything goes. Kumbaga parang it's a learning session. And it's one of the things or messages din na gusto namin iparating sa inyo na kami, uh, although meron kami mga kanya-kanyang mga mentorship programs, we are still trying to learn something new and learn from leaders na gusto namin i-emulate. Diba? So, yon. Kung ready na kayo, type I'm ready. Ilabas nyo na yung, ano, yung notes nyo. Kung meron kayong notebook dyan or notepad dyan or sa PC ba kayo nagda-type or sa laptop, pakilabas na kasi ayaw na nating magsayang ng oras dahil medyo mahaba-haba nga ito, no? So in 10 minutes, we're gonna stop the video and then we're gonna process it. And kunin yung mga key takeaways nitong mga mentors. So mentors, raise your, hand, raise your hands if ready na kayo. Ayun, so ready na. So let's go. Especially during the coronavirus, I just kind of talked to you about uh, what's happening to us and how do we respond, especially as leaders, because we not only are responsible for ourselves, we're responsible for a lot of people. And uh, I, I want to talk to you about how to maximize mentoring. And really, this comes out of a conversation that Mark Cole and I had together. You know, Mark is the CEO of the John Maxwell Enterprise. And um, Mark was sharing with me that that during this crisis time that I'm, I'm, I'm mentoring him a little bit differently. And I thought, oh, that, that's kind of interesting. And so I kind of asked him, well, what do you mean by that? He said, well, John, he said, you're mentoring me a lot on, on perspective because uh, how, we, how we view things is how we do things. And he said, uh, you're really helping me to, to, to see a, a bigger picture than what the crisis is. Because remember this, crisis has a tendency to uh, reduce the picture. 
it has a tendency for us to begin to go inward and say, oh my, it's happening to me and it's probably the worst thing that's ever happened and nobody's probably ever gone like this and gone through this before. And so Mark said, John, you're just constantly keeping a a big picture perspective during the crisis for me. He said, secondly, uh, you're just helping me with creativity. And, and the creativity is the fact that we've all had to change. A business is not as usual. In fact, for some businesses, not, period. So how do we get creative and, and what do we do when we can't do business as usual. So he said, you're helping me with the creativity. And then he said, thirdly, you're helping me balance realism and optimism. And, uh, you know, it, re- realism without optimism is so discouraging that um, that we, we instead of leading together, we're going to have a wake together. And, and, and optimism without reality is pie in the sky. And, and there's that that's a, that's not even that's not even right for a leader to do that in the, in the fact of um, you, you have to give people a, a, not only a, a, a hope, but you also have to help them. And the hope is in the optimism, but the help is in the realism. And so he said, you're helping me with that balance there. And then he said, what, what's probably biggest difference is you're, you're, you're less instructive in your mentoring right now and you're just more available. In other words, I'm just basically saying, Mark, this phone is, you call me at any time. Whatever comes up, I'm just here to help you. And, and so I almost, I almost called this lesson mentoring um, during a crisis. And then I thought, you know what, that's a little too small. I, I've got to get a little bit bigger here. Um, we are mentoring right in a crisis. I'm mentoring you today in a crisis. But there's a bigger picture there that not only will help us today in the crisis, but will help us tomorrow or when we're when we're out of this. And so um, I, I'm just kind of excited about this lesson. I just developed it for you, and, and I hope it adds value to you because there are four questions that you want to ask yourself to maximize mentoring in, in the relationship that you either have with people that you're mentoring or the person that's mentoring you. Here are the questions. Number one, who mentors me? That's very important. It's not only what they say, but who says it. Now, all four of these questions I'm going to come back and teach on. Number two, when do they mentor me? And the reason, obviously, that question is there is because um, timing is very important. And, and there are times when we're more receptive to mentoring than others. For example, during a crisis, we're much more receptive to what leaders have to say when we're in trouble than what, we, what they have to say when we seem to be go- going along real well. Question number three is, is how do they mentor me? I'm very excited about sharing this with you because I think this is meat and mentoring that very seldom any of us ever get. So I went inside myself a lot on this and I just said, okay, how do I do it? And, and intuitively, how do I share with you how to really um, how to how to really mentor people to get a maximum return for that person that you are sharing with? And then question number four, how do I maximize the mentoring? How do I maximize the mentoring if I'm mentoring you? How do I max- maximize the mentoring if you're mentoring me? In other words, after after we're done, we're not done. And, and that's the thing I think so many people never realize in success. They, they think that, okay, I, I just finished that. And, and um, they don't really um, appreciate nor value nor understand the uh, return on what I would call sustained thinking. In other words, uh, when everybody else is done thinking, if you'll stay with that thought a little bit longer, it, the odds are very high that you're going to get a better thought than the people that just kind of said, well, we're done. Anyway, so those are the four questions, and, and um, I, I think that this is going to be helpful. And so thanks for being with me. And I hope you enjoy it. I hope I help you. I hope you pass it on to others. So let's go to question number one, who mentors me? 
Um, I want to give you some. I, I want to give you some questions to ask in picking the person or making sure that the person who mentors you is the right person. Because you see, there there is the information that's given in mentoring. I mean, the knowledge that um, that's passed on. But but the reason that who is very important is that there's also a spirit in mentoring. There's a there's a there's an attitude. There's a soul in mentoring that really uh, has us to stop and say it's not only what I'm learning from this person. In fact, to be honest with you, I think every person is my teacher. And so whenever I'm with anyone, uh, no matter who they are, no matter where I am, I'm always in a, a in kind of a student mode because I know they have something that if I'm listening, asking enough questions, they're going to teach me. So so that that's for everybody. I mean, everybody can be a, a teacher to us. But but when it really comes to somebody mentoring us, that who question is really an important question because that there's the, uh, the contagiousness of mentoring is more in the spirit of the person that mentors you than in the words that they give you. So let, here, here are the questions. Very simple. Uh, let's go. Uh, when, when you're you know picking somebody to mentor you, um, ha- have they been successful? Okay. Uh, and just to be honest with you, I, I really don't have much desire to have somebody mentor me that that hasn't excelled in the area that they're mentoring me in because I want them to be better, farther, smarter than I am. By the by, the question, uh, have they been successful? Just put the word experience there, okay? Because that's an experience question. I mean, that's somebody that has had a, a track record of, of success under the belt. Question number two, are they right now successful? Now, this is a little picky, but I think it needs to be mentioned because um, just like you put experience by the first question, put relevance by this. If they're successful right now, there is a relevance that they have that they wouldn't have if they had been there and done that. Been there and done that is the experience side. Been there and doing it is the relevance side. You got it. Question number three, had they been tested and have they passed? In other words, have they passed the crisis test? Because you really don't know if the principles and the values that you talk about really have strength and power and stability until you've been tested with it. And beside, by the way, beside the, that question, you know, have they been tested? Have they passed that test? Put the word wisdom. And the reason for that is wisdom comes out of crisis and what we've learned from it. Wisdom doesn't come out very seldom of the easy days we have. Wisdom comes, it's forged out of that that. That, that that crisis that we go through, that through that, it's more than what we know, it's what we experience, it's all put together. That's where you get wisdom. Question number four, are they continually growing? I love this question. In fact, this is a big question for me on people that are mentoring me. I, I really want people to not only talk to me about what they have learned, I want them to talk to me about what they are learning. The difference is when they tell me what they've learned, I get experience. When they tell me what they're learning, I get passion. So this is a this is a passion question. I, I want to, I want to be mentored by a person who is doing it right now, and and they're growing right now. And there's something about the contagiousness of that in a mentoring role that is absent with a person that has grown, but they stopped growing. Uh, In fact, I can still remember a a very important mentor in my life, very important mentor. I can still remember the day where, where we sat down and we were in a mentoring session, and all of a sudden the realization 
it just it just hit me like a brick. I, it just hit me. And we're having this mentoring session, and I look at this person that I greatly love, who has helped me in incredible ways, and I said to myself, they've stopped growing. They're repeating themselves. I, I, I was sad all afternoon because I had just outgrown my mentor. And that, I just never wanted to do that. I always wanted that person to be ahead of me, before me, bigger than me. So that's a great question. Are, are, are they continually growing? And, 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 and the next one, are they emotionally grounded? I not only want somebody that has all the qualifications I've talked to, but I want somebody that's solid. And the reason I, I ask the question, are they emotionally grounded? Because I'm giving you one word by the questions. That word's perspective, by the way, is, is because dysfunctional leaders, and, and we're getting more dysfunction in leadership and in our culture all the time, all the time. Dysfunctional leaders lead out of their issues instead of out of a good perspective. You show me a, 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 a person that is emotionally challenged and dysfunctional, and I'll show you a person who leads according to what their needs are, not according to what the big picture is. So are they emotionally grounded? Um, question, question number, uh, I don't know, six, which one, two, three, four, five, yeah, six, question number six. Um, are they my sponsor? Now, I'm going to have to explain that one because um, there's, a, there's a difference between a mentor and a sponsor. A mentor is pouring into my life and helping me, but a sponsor is doing more than pouring into my life and helping me. They're backing me up. They're in my corner. They fight my fights for me. Uh, the, the word by sponsor is the word commitment. I've had a lot of mentors. I've had very few sponsors, but I've had a few. In fact, about a year and a half ago, Tom Phillippe Sr. passed away, and he was a huge sponsor from the time I was 33. I mean, for, for about almost, not quite, 40 years of my life, he was my sponsor, which meant when I was a young leader, he, he carried weight for me. He, he paved the way for me. He was the John the Baptist. He, he fought for me when I wasn't there. He was always in my corner, and, and he was more than a mentor. He was a, 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 he was a sponsor. He, said, he basically said, that's my boy. And, and you can't touch him and, and I'm going to protect him and, and I'm going to survey him and, and I'm, going to, I'm going to constantly look out for him. And if he's with me or if he's not with me, it doesn't matter. It's my boy. We're all fortunate if we can have nothing, a few sponsors in our life. I, I've been very blessed. I've had a few, not a lot, but boy, the few I've had made a big difference in my life. The last question goes back to really why I ask who is mentoring me, and that this question's huge, and that is, uh, do they have do they have a greatness that's bigger than their work? Now you don't hear about this when when we talk about mentoring. This is seldom ever discussed, but I'm telling you, it's absolutely essential. This is going back to who mentors me. Most of the other questions I've asked really uh, are, are questions that we quite understand, but this one. Um, that their greatness is bigger than their work. I'm talking about, what, what, what word do I use for that one? Their, their, um, their spirit? Uh, the persona, maybe, but I think persona gets too wrapped up with charisma, and I don't like that because that's not where we're going here. Let me, let me, I think I can illustrate it maybe better than even give you the right word. I had the privilege for about 12 years to be mentored by John Wooden. Life-changing, life-changing. The... If, if I had to list mentors, he would be at the top of the list. 
And he, he taught me incredible things. I, I just live every day principles he taught me in leadership. I remember the first time when I left him after a mentoring session, and, I, and, and he, he was in a little condominium, and we went down the elevator. I went down the elevator. He stayed in this condo, and I went to a little parking garage, and then the visitors parked out on the outside. And so I, I'm walking in my car, and I'm just about to open the door of my car, and I just had this intuitive feeling to turn around, and I turned around, and I looked up, and, and, and on, the, on the little balcony where, where Coach Wooden lived, he was standing there, and he was watching me the whole time. And he was waiting for me to turn around. He didn't, he didn't call my name out. He didn't even say anything. He was just standing there. He was watching a person that he had just spent four hours with. And I turned around, and I looked up, and I'll never forget, he had that incredible smile of his and, and that wave. And I got in the car. And I said, I, I was with a great teacher today, but I was with a greater man than I was a great teacher. Wow. That's huge. That's mentoring that changes life. So, okay, maximizing mentor, who mentors me? That's, that's question number one. Now, now, when do they mentor me? Great question. Okay, okay, okay. So, stop muna tayo doon, mga kapanaligs. Question number one, who mentors me? Okay, so the, the floor is open. Uh, let's just, uh, no, no, let's just, uh, how are we going to do this? Siguro yung, Tanong, di ba, ilan yung questions na sinabi niya dun sa under ng number one? Seven. Seven. Okay. Seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven nga. Okay, dun sa seven questions, ano yung parang pinaka nag-resonate sa inyo? That's the question na pwede natin pag-usapan. Sige, sino yung ano? Who wants to ano? Who wants to speak first? Kasi yung, itong question na to, Uh, is under the category of how to pick a mentor. Okay, now everybody is, ako naniniwala ko personally na if you want to speed up things in your life, kailangan mo talaga ng mentor. Pero hindi ganun ka, ano, hindi ganun ka kadali din pumili ng mentor. Siyempre, it's a two-way street eh. Hindi naman pwedeng, pagka pumili ka, o oh, ikaw na yung mentor ko, yung mentor mo is gusto rin na i-mentor ka. Hindi naman ganun. So, dapat mayroong agreement na gusto mo siyang maging mentor and gusto ko rin niyang i-mentor. Kasi mentoring is not just about uh, yung kunyari, let's say, oy, hindi, bayaran kita, enroll ako sa course mo, mentor na kita, hindi ka pwedeng tumanggan, no. Diba? Tayo, may ma- andaming times na tumatanggi, na tumatanggi tayo sa mga students kasi hindi sila fit doon sa mentoring style din natin, diba? yung, yung personality nila or, or whatever. So, Uh, and shout out dun sa mga naghahanap ng mentors dyan, mga kapanaligs natin. So the question right now is how to pick a mentor. And John Maxwell said na meron daw seven questions na pwede mong i-run through para, makapag, para makahanap ka ng mentor mo. Okay? So sa inyo guys, ano yung pinaka nag-resonate? Are they continuously growing? Okay, so bakit, bakit, bakit mo siya, ano, bakit ayun yung pinaka nakarelate ka? Ah... Uh... Bakit ako nakarelate doon? Kasi um, una sa lahat, um, maganda kasi makahanap ng mentor that is continuously learning his or her craft. Kumbaga parang always sharpening his or her weapon. So bakit ka, aha, bakit ka tatanggap na mentor based on just past successes? Kumbaga it shows yung character of the mentor na ay masaya na ako dito, hindi maging obsolete to tinuturo ko. Pero in reality... 
hindi siya ganun eh. Um, I believe that once you stop learning, you start dying eh. So, very crucial yan for me when I'm looking for a mentor. So, I'm very lucky to have been mentored by you and a lot of people. So, kitang-kita ko pare na na talagang porsigido ka to fulfill your mission. I remember a year ago, uh, sinundo kita sa airport. Naalala mo ba yun? <laughs> yes, oo, oo naman. Oo naman. Tuntuwa ako doon parin yeah. makakalimutan yun. Dumaan tayo sa bagong, ano, bagong road. Oo. Uh, <laughs> yung ano eh, uh, doon ko na feel na talagang it's not just it's not just you. Kumbaga, for you to serve the bigger picture or yung mission na gusto mo ma-accomplish, you have to be a bigger person. And for you to become a bigger person, you have to learn from more experienced teacher or mentors na pwede mag-accelerate ng growth mo at the same time accelerate yung mission mo in life. So, that that's very crucial for me. Yung are they consist, uh, constantly, consistently yes. growing. Ano? Tama kasi life is about growth. I agree with you when you said if you if you are not growing you are basically dying sa business ganon uh, di ba kung kunyari hindi na nagogrow yung business wala na yon magsasara na eh magbabankrupt na yon eventually and siguro ng mga bata rin tayo ganon pare di ba kung kunyari let's say hindi ka lumalaki di ba nung ipinanganak ka nandun ka lang di ba so yung growth is about uh andiyan yung law of nature eh na we need to grow 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 Diba halaman pa nga lang, before maging puno is kailangan na mag-grow. Uh, kailangan para mas ma-withstand niya yung mas malaking mga hurdles, mas malaking ano, ng, na, na, ano ng environment. Ano? So, uh, ikaw, tatanungin kita pre, mayroon ka ng mga mini-mentor. And paano pag tinanong nila sa'yo yun? Anong sasagot mo? Are you consistently growing and how are you growing? Uh, well, um... Most of my students know na lagi akong, I mean, suki ako. Kung baga, inaasa nga ako nung isa kong student eh, si Jimmy Kang. Lagi yung sinasabi sa akin, Uy, pare, seminister, seminarista ka na ata eh. Parang lahat ng seminar pinupuntahan mo. Parang lagi yung sinasabi sa kanya, kahit na magaling na ako sa ganitong bagay or may idea ako sa ganitong bagay, it is always, parang kung baga, magandang makakita na different perspective on how how people are doing it na kakaiba doon sa ginagawa mo. So, from there, you learn eh. Sa mga malilita bagay. Tapos, small adjustments, small adjustments. Kumbaga, um, whatever you learn sa ibang tao, pwede mong, pwede mong maging sa'yo eh. Make it your own. Something like that. Okay. So, yun. Lagi ko na sinasabi sa kanila na ano, na, um, kumbaga, ito yung linya na lagi ko ginagamit sa kanila eh. Kumbaga, parang, There's a lot of way to achieve success in life. Kumbaga, my way is only one way. Pero, iba-ibang tao, iba-ibang ways para makuha na yung success nila. Something like that. Very good. Bigyan natin yung sambagsak si Irbs, guys. 3, 2, 1. Kaya ba kayong input doon? Gusto nyo idagdag about are you consistently growing? Ito sinabi ni Irbs in looking for a mentor? O wala? Wala, oh, sige, okay, go. Wala, wala pa muna, no? Siguro, for me, ang, ang pwede kong idagdag doon is uh, for you guys out there na, na, na nanonood, ano, if, if yung mentor nyo is naniningil 
para sa isang mentorship program or sa isang seminar or sa isang webinar pero siya mismo is hindi umaatin ng seminar o ng webinar or hindi siya nagbabayad ng mentoring wag niyong attendan yon kasi hindi siya naniniwala na kailangan niya mag-invest or maglabas ng pera para sa knowledge gusto niya yung umahamig lang siya ng umahamig gulat na gulat nga yung mga iba kong mga students kasi I have a mastermind very very cheap lang yung mastermind na meron ako ngayon and pero ako mismo is umattend ako I just uh, I just paid my learning fee or admission fee sa isang mastermind worth 1M 1 million pesos yung mastermind na inattendan naaattendan ko ngayon because I want to learn sa mga taong mas maraming successes or meron akong gustong matutunan sa kanila na meron silang skill so ask your mentor uh, sir ma'am ano po ba yung mga inaattendan yung seminars? Kanina po ba kayo nagpapamentor? How are you growing? How are you how are you investing sa 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 personal development mo or sa career development mo? Kasi if wala hindi sila nagbabayad, wala silang karapatang maningil. Kasi they are not walking the talk. Okay, so that's ayun yung take ko about it. Kaya shout out ako kay ano kay Richard ano. So si Richard si FMC Diba? Uh, si FMC, meron siyang mentoring program, meron siyang Arcanum, pero wala, constantly growing and learning pa rin siya. Diba? Attend pa rin siya ng, attend ng mga seminar sa tingin niyang mas makakatulong sa kanya, mas makaka-speed up eh. Kasi yung pag-attend ng seminar, merong context yun eh, na parang you want to speed up, you want to learn 5 years or 10 years of experience in just 2 days or in just 2 months na mentoring program. That's the, that's the, ano, that's the, that's the context behind a, a, a seminar or a mentoring program. Gusto mo matuto dun sa mentor. Diba? Para at least magkaroon ka ng idea kung paano mas ma-speed up yung kung nasaan ka. So ask your mentor, your, your, uh, kung meron kayong mga list dyan, kung kanino nyo gustong pumunta ng programs, ask that. Like kunyari sila Tony Robbins, sila yung mentor ko, meron din silang mga masterminds na kamamahal. Ang mastermind, sa, ang mastermind na fee sa ibang bansa ay sumaabot ng mga millions of dollars. Ayun yung mga binabayaran nila doon. So, nung mga mentors ko, kasi ako, isa yun sa mga, ano, isa yun sa mga nire-research ko. If I, if I want to be mentored by someone, kailangan ikaw, nag-aaral ka rin. You are constantly growing. So, this question of ears is very important din sa akin. Nag-resonate din talaga sa akin yun. Kasi if, it's, if they are not growing, sabi nga ni John Maxwell kanina, there's a huge chance na ma-outgrow nyo siya and relevant pa ba yung yung ano yung knowledge mo ngayon uh, sabi niya di ba been there done that is different sa been there and doing it so that's my input on that so kayo naman ano yung mga ano doon sa mga hindi pa nagsi-share ano ano yung pinaka nag-resonate sa inyo na ano na tanong bukod doon sa sinabi ni Irves ako kap meron oh yan oh si Carlo ah uh, yung actually marami pero ang pinaka naka ano yung tumatak talaga is yung tanong na do they have a greatness that's bigger than their work kumbaga nahanap na ba nila yung purpose talaga nila sa ginagawa nila so kasi dati kung naalala mo sir ah uh, kap parang nung pinaka yung the, the time na in-invite mo ako na maging isa sa mga uh, core mentors nung nung nasa tribe pa eh, ang unang pumasok sa isip ko nun is parang para yung the old the old me was saying bakit ano ba, bakit ako magtuturo ng ang um, binayaran ko ng ang ang 
magkano tapos ituturo ko lang din sa iba parang ganun so i was greedy back then eh pero nung na-realize ko it's not about the system talaga and it's out it's how about uh, it's uh, about how you uh, teach yung system na naibigay sa iyo kasi kahit sino nga pwede maging mentor pero kung hindi naman nila na ituturo ng maayos kung hindi nila na na uh, apply yung itinuturo sa iyo ay sa mga students uh, ano pa yung uh, what's the sense of teaching it diba so parang yun nga kaya rin ako nag-mentor because it was very fulfilling when i saw my students um re- yung yung results nila so Siyempre, as a mentor, their win is my my win also. Yung their growth is also my growth. Um, ano pa ba? Mm, parang, wait lang, ang daming pumapasok sa isip ko. Yeah. Uh, yun nga, uh, yung parang it, it's a confirmation na gumagana talaga yung pagtuturo mo eh. Na, gumag, uh, na tumatatak talaga sa kanila. Especially right now na bear market na kahit na um, sabi ko pa sa kanila after nila grumad, na matapos sa course is um, sobrang um, mag, mag-expect talaga. Parang alaki ng expectation ko kapag bull market na kasi you're really, you, you were given the right tools, the, the right context, the right mindset. Pero ang nangyari... Ngayon pa lang, bear market pa lang, parang kahit uh, they are forced na mag uh, full-time, forced sila kasi uh, work from home eh. Uh, they were able to adapt, tapos um, nagpa-profit rin sila. So natutuwa ako pag nakikita ko na um, nag-iingay na sila sa kahit na bear market, uh, nag-iingay sila sa chat group namin. So ayun. Okay, bigyan natin ng isang bagsak si Lance. 3, 2, 1. Okay, sige, last na. Before we move on, ano? Before we move on, last na. Ano yung question na pinaka nag-resonate sa inyo dyan? Last share na tayo. Uh, mag-adio ako kap siguro. So, oh, two go. things. Hindi, actually, madami. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, for, first thing, ano? Parang sobrang nag-strike sa akin, sabi mo na about yung sa mentoring na parang continuously learning, na parang dapat, diba, they also avail of mentors. Ganun. Kasi may mga ganun ako nakikita-gitin na parang as much as they, they try to preach na parang you need to undergo my mentoring. Ganun siya, nag-self-study. For example, global markets, may ganun ako nakikita eh. Parang siya, nag-self-study siya sa global market, pero ayaw niya, ayaw niya mag, mag, mag-enroll sa ibang parang mentors, ganun. Pero siya, nung nainingil siya, parang ganun. So parang, nag-gets ko nga yung ganun na concept. Kasi ako personally, I also go for mentoring eh. When I'm studying global markets, nagpa-mentor ako sa mga online din na international traders. So so it, it struck me. Usually, pag ganun talaga, malang ano eh, uh, nakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakak
Iba game, yung pag may ganun kong klaseng mentor. Diba? So, so parang, iba yung pag... For me, ganun ko nakuha yung ano, yung sabi ni John Maxwell na parang iba yung yung dating ng greatness sa kanya. It's how your mentors respect you more than just being your third. It's a tao more student mo. Parang ganun. And then, yung uh-huh. pinakatumatak sa akin is are they emotionally grounded? Uh, actually, ako din. Uh, Yun ang pinakamabigat sa akin. Kasi, for me, hindi lang siya about choosing mentors. Even when you're choosing your peers or your friends, magamit mo siya ng filter. Yung kumaga, them as a person, emotionally grounded ba sila? Kasi, ang ganda eh, I've seen so many people na parang, ang, parang toxic sila kasi they're driven by emotions. Diba? And, and pag ganun yung surrounding mo, mahirap, mahirap gumagaw, mahirap magkaroon ng bigger or healthier perspective sa mga bagay-bagay. So, yun. So, so yun, yun. Tumatak na siya sa akin kasi nga, napagdaanan ko rin yun. Parang nakakita ko ng leader na parang dinadagay yung personal issues, dinadagay yung issues ng, let's say, relegasyon nila, diba? versus something bigger than, let's say, the company or, or the group of people you're working with, nadadagay na yung personal emotions nila, personal issues nila. Tapos, yun, hindi na sila makapag-decide properly. So, parang, when you have that kind of leader na can stay emotionally grounded, maganda siyang example. Ano yung, nil- ano yung nilagay? Thank you, thank you, Sepa. Nabigyan mo natin isang bagsak si Sep. 3, 2, 1. Ano yung nilagay niya doon na word? Yung inatouch ni word na word doon ni John Maxwell doon sa RD, emotionally grounded. What What's that word? Letter P. Perspective. Perspective, di ba? It's all about perspective. Kasi uh, sometimes kapag, ka, let's say, meron tayong mga personal issues, we tend to be selfish uh, about, kunyari, yun nga, mas nagiging, uh, mas nagiging emotional tayo about our decision-making. And uh, gusto ko yung si- kasi parang ganito yun. How will this? Uh, how is this? How will this issue affect me? Versus how will this issue affect my team? Parang ganito kapag ka leader ka, nandun ka sa team na perspective. Pero kung kung yari let's say nandun ka sa medyo selfish reasons na parang ah teka lang pagka nilabas natin to or kapag ka ganito yung naging move natin, masisira yung pangalang ko, masisira yung ano. Instead of dun ka nakatingin sa sa team, dun sa company. So parang ganun siya it's just a matter of perspective na uh, there's a thin line between dysfunctional and functional eh. Di ba parang ganun. So it's just a matter of perspective ayun yung thin line doon. San ka san, san mo pipiliin na tumingin. Okay? So okay, sige. Good good good. Now si Jordan saka si Henry Tan, si Melvin kayo yung Kayo yung magsishare sa susunod na segment natin. Okay, so guys, if ready na kayo, uh, pakitagay, paki, ano dyan, lagay dyan, I'm ready kasi we're gonna go to the next segment which is when do they mentor me? Kailan ba nangyayari ang mentoring? So ang sabi ni John Maxwell dito, timing is very important. And ako actually, nararanasan ko to. Naranasan, ito, tanungin ko muna kayo guys. Kaya diyan naranasan niyo na ba na meron kayong sinishare na wisdom sa students niyo. Tapos hindi nila hindi sila receptive dun sa wisdom, hindi nila magets. Bigyan ko kayo ng isang example. Yung yung lesson pagka sinasabi kong uh, guys, kailangan niyo mag-withdraw. Kailangan niyo mag-withdraw. Subukan niyo mag-withdraw. So I I've been blabbering about it for 2, 3 or 4 years na sa mga students ko, especially sa Kidlat Nights. Diba sinasabi ko kailangan mag-withdraw. Tapos biglang after 2 years, uh, saka pa lang nagkaroon ng sense yung kailangan yung mag-withdraw. Now itong trader na to, hindi niya pa totally nababawi lahat ng loss niya kasi ang dahilan niya sa akin 2 years ago is bawiin ko muna lahat ng losses ko para makapag-withdraw na ako. Ito, 2 years after, hindi niya pa rin nababawi yung losses niya pero nag-withdraw na siya. Kasi 
after two years, nandun yung right timing na nagkaroon na ng sense. Yung sinabi ko sa kanya na kailangan na mag-withdraw. So, timing is very important din. Diba? Uh, raise your hand if naniniwala kayo na timing is important. Okay, so the next segment is kailan ba dapat mangyari ang mentoring? Let's watch this. In my home office, um, just to the uh, 10 feet from where I sit at my desk, there, there, there's a, a couple shelves of books. And those books are books that have marked my life. They are there on purpose because at some time in my life, I read them. They marked me. They, they changed me. They, uh, they transformed me. They, these were life-changing books for me. I mean, they're not a lot. I really haven't counted them, but I'm going to guess 25. And, and I've, I've probably read 10,000 books. I've read a lot of books. But, but these were books that marked me. And, and every once in a while, I'll just go over and pull one out and sit down and look at it for a little bit. And, and it's just, it's just, it's just a, a comforting feeling because they, they have been great friends of mine. Now, here's what I want you to say. All those books over there that marked my life, there's one word that keeps all of them on the shelf together. Because, and that word is timing. And here's what I want you to, I, I want to make sure we really catch this. I pick up those books now and I read them. And, and, and in fact, sometimes I look and I say, well, that wasn't that great of a book. I mean, it's a good book, but wow, that's over in the, the mark me section. But then I take myself back to when I read the book. And here's what, all those books have one thing in common, timing, timing. You see, I read that book. When that book spoke to right where I was in the timing of my journey. And so it was a great book. Maybe not because it was a great book. It was a great book because the timing was right. That book was giving me what I needed for right now. That's why when we ask the question, when do they mentor us? That's a great question. Because sometimes you could hear the mentor say the same words, but the timing wasn't quite right. So they wouldn't have the same impact. You know, crisis, the reason I'm talking about it now is, is we're in a crisis. I think this is a huge time to mentor people because I think they're receptive to leadership. I think they're receptive to a crisis. And, and, and crisis, what does it do? It moves people. It changes people. It takes people out of their, their, their comfort zone. In fact, that's one of the reasons I told Mark, I'm available to you. I'm just close to the phone. Why? Because he's leading in unchartered territory. He's the, the waves are moving on him. And, and, and so I, availability is huge. But, but timing is so key. In fact, that's, that's, why, that's why we're doing these lessons here. This is a timing time. It, it, we're, we're all looking for answers. We're all looking as, as leaders for uh, uh, resources. I mean, the things I'm giving you, I'm assuming you're not only applying them to your life, but you're passing them on. That's why the John Maxwell Enterprise is making this available to you. It's, it's a timing issue. When do they mentor? Here's what I do know. This, is, this could be in a teaching itself. I'm just going to give you the quote because i got to move on. Most of the things we want, but we don't have them. We want them, but we don't have them. Most of the things we want but don't have are just outside our comfort zone. Trust me on that. And so what does a crisis do? It moves us. And it sometimes moves us out of the comfort zone. That's one of the benefits of a crisis. If you're getting moved out of your comfort zone, if you have a good perspective about that, and you're willing to learn out of that comfort zone, and you're willing to uh, look for opportunity out of that comfort zone, there are some good things that happen. 
So who mentors me? That's the contagiousness of, of the spirit of the person. Uh, when, when do they mentor me? Uh, timing is so important. What is, what, what's the statement? Uh, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Okay, that, that's just, you got it. You got it. Okay, question number two. Question number two. I-process muna natin yung question number two. What can you say about timing, Jordan? Um, I think timing is very, very important uh, sa mga mentor, especially when delivering messages. Kasi lahat, let's say mga students mo or people, people who listen to you, ano eh, um, sometimes it can give comfort so that people will calm down. Sometimes they are looking for uh, answers at this current moment. Let's say dito sa crisis na to, ano bang, ano, specifically in trading, ano ang dapat gawin? Anong dapat maging perspective? And how do we trade? How do we approach the market currently? If, uh, let's say bear market nyo, tapos puro usap-usap ka ng puro bull market, I mean, parang wrong context, wrong timing ang dating. Unless na you share uh, strategies, mindset, you condition them on what to believe or anong pwedeng gawin nilang perspective on how to approach the market, I think that would be a better discussion. Um, kaya ngayon, we're having this, you know, yung Pentagon sessions and parang combination siya ng mga charting and mostly puro halos trading psychology. Basically, pinag-uusapan namin doon, ayun nga, how to approach market, what sta- anong pwede nila maging perspective or what to look at specific charts, place, para maging prepared sila. By the way, take note, hindi siya um, parang bigaya ng stock recommendation. Oh, guys, eto, this, this. Parang we, as much as possible, we, we try to be objective. Um, we know the charts. We know how it looks like. We explain or I explain ano yung mga possible scenarios na mangyari, upside or downside. And then, ayun, I think ano eh, most people really wait for your, para kasi it's, it acts as a confirmation or validation if it comes from the mentor. Kaya I think very ano, very important yung timing o sa mga topics na kailangan mo i-discuss din sa students. So I think yan. Okay. Good, good, good. Okay. Sige, ito. Question ko para thank you Jordan. Bigyan natin sa bagsak si Jordan ano, 3 2 1. Okay, so let's let's ano, let's go to uh, Henry Tan ano. Uh, speaking of timing, ibang context naman, gaano sa uh, gaano kadalas in gaano katagal? sa tingin mo yung kailangan na session for mentoring. Uh, kasi uh, students may ano eh, may come from different ano eh, different ranges. So meron mga students yan na parang araw-arawing ka, natatanungin ka na pero yung tanong sa is pwede mong sagutin ng in less than 2 minutes, less than 1 minute. Meron naman diyan mga students na uh, gusto nila is once a week. Parang ganon, may, may mga na ano, once a week lang. Uh, pero, bigyan mo ako ng time to execute. ba yung isa is hold my hand every day. 
Yung iba naman is gusto nila ng five hours na mentoring. Nabanggit John Max <laughs> sumubo. <laughs> Nabanggit John Maxwell kanina about yung mentor niya, yung sinasabi niya kumaway sa kanya sa balcony, parang four hours yata. Tama ba? Four hours na mentoring session yung naganap sa kanila noon. So, gano'n ba katagal? And gano'n ba kadalas? That's my question to you, Henry Tan. So, yun nga, yung nasabi mo, um, iba-ibang case para sa iba-ibang students. Kasi hindi lahat pwede mo ipasok sa same case. Hindi lahat mabilis yung uh, learning curve nila, hindi lahat may gets agad. So, very important talaga na yung mentor nakapag-adjust dun sa, rec- dun sa needs ng student. Na, 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 na-figure out niya or na-iintindihan din niya yung situation ng student. So, as a mentor, ang pwede mo gawin dyan is you find ways para matulungan yung student na yun ha, while hin- na hindi naman nakakompromise din yung, yung time mo as a mentor or uh, time mo sa sarili mo as a mentor. Kasi baka pag marami kang students and lahat sila kailangan ng uh, three hours each, talagang mauubos yung oras mo as a mentor. Eh, diba? So maganda dyan is dapat yung mentor nakakaisip din siya ng ways para mabibigay niya yung message niya, matuturo niya ng tama yung mga, yung mga needs ng mga students without compromising his own um, health, his own exactly. um, life. Yun. Thank you. Thank you. Napakaganda ng sinabi ni Melvin. Uh, bigyan natin isang bagsak si Melvin. Ano? Three, two, one. Yes. Some students kasi they, they think na meron tayong unlimited time eh. And that's why parang mapansin mo may mga salty na butthurt na mga individuals yan na parang well, kung effective talaga yung system mo, bakit hindi mo nalang ituro ng ano, ituro ng, ng libre? Well, ako kunyari, let's say, let's put tayo sa context ng coaching. Okay, so right now may mga kino-coach kami na free and then meron din naman mga hindi na free. Na kung kung ayun yung yung rationale na sasabihin ng iba, bakit hindi mo na lang i-free no? As much as I would want to teach the 7 billion people in the world about trading, kunyari let's say I I I want to give I want to give kunyari 1 hour, 1 hour na coaching. Kung 1 hour na coaching, I I only have 24 hours. Na one ay sorry, 24 coaches per day. ba? So, onti, onti lang yung, ba? parang, what makes you say na ikaw yung dapat na nandun sa 24 hours? Papaano ka pipili as a mentor? Like, get you ba? Kasi mayroong mga salty na dun nang gagaling eh. Na parang iniisip nila na parang gusto nila tayong alilain na parang wala tayong sariling time, wala tayong sariling health, gusto nila mag, mag, maglumpasay tayo, magturo ng libre Ang usual ko sinasabi diyan, ikaw meron ka bang work? Meron meron kang work, di ba? Anong work mo ngayon? Accountant or or lawyer, di ba? Oh, gano'n ka nakatagal. Oh, so kumita ka na pala, ibigay mo na rin ng libre. Or let's say sabihin ko kay Bill Gates, Bill Gates. Ah, uh, laki na ng kinita mo sa Microsoft, you're one of the richest men in the world. Pwede bang libre na lang yung computer mo? Kung talagang gumagana yung computer mo, pwede bang libre na lang yung Bill Gates? Kasi mayaman ka na eh. Di ba? It doesn't work that way. Di ba? And Ito ah, realization ko recently. Realization ko recently, uh, think about this dahil kayo may mga programs kayo. 
there's a there's a resistance eh, sinabi ko to sa GG master eh, sa goal getter mastermind eh about sa resistance ng tao kung bakit ayaw nila mag shell out or mag invest ng learning fee sa isang mentorship program and i found out or i observed yung yung isa sa pinakamalaking reasons kung bakit ayaw nila hulaan niyo kung ano Wag niyo na pang ulaan baka tumagal tayo eh. Sasabihin ko na lang. Sasagutin ko. Hindi nasanay na Brad, nasanay na. Nasanay nang libre. That's a, nasanay na libre ang education. Since kindergarten, parents preschool, grade school, high school, college, parents lahat nagbabayad ng education nila. So after college, bakit ako magbabayad ng education? And never naman ako nagbayad niyan. Diba? Pero kung kunyari, let's say, meron kang parent na, oy sige, enroll ka dyan sa SSF, bayaran na kita. Diba? Oy, sige, ma, kailangan ko yan. Diba? Andaling, andaling mag-aral. Pero kasi, this is this is the real world na. This is self-education na. Diba? Sa, anong sabi ni Jim Rohn? Anong sabi ni Jim Rohn? Formal education, yung grade school to college, will make you a living. Self-education, siguro yung after, will make you a fortune. So, nandito na tayo sa making a fortune. Diba? So, isa lang sa na-observe ko yun. Diba? Kasi tinitignan ko rin kung bakit itong mga mga students na to is bakit willing sila... Mak- ako, di- ako din mismo. Tinanong ko yung sarili ko, tinanong ko yung mga classmates ko sa QL, tinoobserve ko sila bakit willing kayong mag-invest sa education nyo. Willing kayong mag-shell out. Yung iba sa kanila, entrepreneurial mindset na sila. Nung, nung high school pa lang or nung college pa lang, nagbebenta. Si Audrey nagbebenta ng load. So, alam niya yung value ng investment Gets ako, ang dami kong businesses since mga bata. Nagtulak pa ako ng kariton dati. ba? Nagigib ako ng tubig for, for people. So, alam ko yung value ng investment. Alam ko yung value na kailangan kong mag-invest para mag-thrive tong business na to. And yung iba naman is, uh, nag-working student nung college sila. Alam din nila yung value ng investment. So that's why hindi sila nahirapan na after college is kailangan ko mag-invest sa sarili ko. Pag kasi nabi mo na parang oy ito, self-learning or, or sorry, learning is about investing in yourself. Personal development is about investing in yourself. Ah, investment 'yan. Oo, alam ko ang value niyan. Parang ganun pag sinabi sa kanila no word na investment. So gets niyo ba yun, guys? So yes. nandun yung nandun yung resistance na well, hindi pa sila, hindi sila nagbabayad kasi or hindi pa sila o merong silang sponsor since nung bata sila about sa education. That's why they don't value self-education. Na nandito na tayo sa real world. Okay, so move on tayo. Mamaya si Sep ulit yung magsasalita after this third question. So guys, if you are uh, ready na, type I'm ready. Let's go on to the next question. Ano? Which is about how are they mentoring me? Good, good, good. Let's go to John Maxwell. How do they mentor me? In this part, I'm going to really talk about, I, I, I'm going to talk about um, mentoring in a crisis, okay? Um, this, this one's probably the most crisis-related of, of the three questions. So, so how do I mentor people right now? Number one, they give me perspective. During a, a crisis time, what that mentor will do more than anything else is they'll help us continually see the whole picture. Because in a crisis, we see our picture. 
And they constantly are expanding us because what do leaders do? Leaders see more than others see. They see before others see. So they see this whole big picture. It's what I did um, a few weeks ago. Perhaps you're with me. We had over a million people with us. But it's what I did a few weeks ago when um, when I talked about leading during a crisis. And what did I, one of the things I did is I, I said a crisis is quite common. Now, I wasn't trying to undermine or underestimate the, the, the coronavirus. I wasn't doing that at all. But what I was trying to do is to help everybody understand that this isn't the first crisis, won't be the last crisis. It's not even the biggest crisis. It's just a crisis. But the tendency is that for emotions to rule during a crisis to where we think that what we're in right now is the worst thing that's ever happened and it's never happened before and it's never been so bad and it's just not true. My good friend Simon Sinek, we were texting back and forth the other day and um, he said, John, listen to this. And he he sent me a, a, a great podcast and and basically on it, he he was talking to his team. And one of the things he said is, he said to them, these are not unprecedented times. In other words, I want you to know, Simon, saying to his team, don't ever think that like this is the biggest, worst thing that's ever happened. And I happen to be living during it. And I'm right in the middle of it. You see, when we're in a crisis, the the number one question people are asking right now is, uh, is how do we get through this? You know, my gosh, how long is it going to last? How am I going to get through of it? Am I going to make it? You see, the question shouldn't be, how am I going to get through this? The question should be, how am I going to get better because of this? How am I going to improve? When the crisis is over, do I come out better or do I come out bitter? And, and uh, wow, that's a, that's a huge Huge issue. And so I want to get perspective in the crisis. I want to make sure that we have reality, but we also have hope. Alan Malawi, a wonderful friend, was the CEO that turned Ford Motor Company around. I mean, it's an incredible story. I think it's called the book, The American Dream. It's a, I read it. It's a, it's a thick book, but it's an incredible story. And when they were bleeding billions of dollars and, and, and Ford was in trouble and, and there was a lot of emotion and, and they were they were in a huge crisis and, and Al Malawi's calming influence through all of this. I mean, every day they're they're checking to see where they are and are, are they going backwards still or are they starting to slow the tide down? And, and, and his, his phrase he continually used with it's OK, it's OK, it's OK, we're going to make it. It's OK, it's it's OK. Well, all Alan Malai was doing is he he was just giving perspective. He was not only giving perspective, he was showing perspective in a crisis. So how do they mentor me? Well, the, the first thing they give me perspective. N- number two, they share out of their personal life. Now, this one I, I just am passionate about and I want to do a good job. I hope I do a good job for you. It, what, what I'm saying here is when I talk about they share out of their personal life, um, most mentoring is telling where I, if I'm mentoring you, I sit down and you would maybe ask questions. And I tell you what I've learned and, and those type of things. And, and it's kind of telling is where you sit down and I tell you what I think you need need to know. Sharing. And, and we're talking about sharing out of our personal life. Sharing is where instead of you sit down, and I kind of tell you what I think you probably need to know. If I share with you, I say, you know what? Just here, 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 sit right beside me. Here, sit right beside me. Okay. And I want you to sit beside me because I want you to experience what I experience. I want you to feel what I feel. I want you to see what I see. Um, 
I want you to watch me as we're in this crisis. It's it's the power of proximity to a great sense, but but sharing basically is inclusive. It's not. I know something you don't know. I'm going to teach you. Although mentoring has that, no question about it. It's kind of like I'm going to let you on the inside. I'm going to let you. I'm going to let you see me. It's 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 what I tell communicators all the time. Do you want and leaders? Do you want fans or friends? If I want fans, I'm going to constantly make sure that my level of excellence is so far above yours that you just can applaud me, but you can say, "Wow, that man is amazing," but I can never achieve what he achieves. That's the kind of leader that wants fans. If I want friends, I'm going to walk slowly through the crowd. I'm going to have this sharing spirit. I'm going to basically say, come come with me. You, you can see me. You can see me in, in my strengths. You can see me in my weaknesses. You can see me with my questions and doubts. You can see me when I'm strong. Just, just, just here, sit beside me. Sit beside me. That's powerful mentoring. And in this crisis, that, that example that you show people is just going to be huge in really developing them well. So when I have you sit beside me, there are three things I'm going to just make sure that you that you partake in this journey. One is um, the source of my strength. If you sit beside me, I want you to see me uh, go to the source. Now, I'm going to have to stop here for a moment and just say to you, to you, you know this already. But I really always try to keep fairness with all of my friends because I love everybody unconditionally, everybody unconditionally. People that don't have my viewpoints, people that don't have my faith, it doesn't matter. You, you couldn't stop me from loving you if you tried, okay? I love you unconditionally, but I am a person of faith. So if you were with me, I, I would take you to my source of strength. I, I would take you to the well that I go to where I draw the water. And, and for me, it, it, it's, it's, it's my faith. It's my relationship with God. Every day I'm reading Psalm 112. And the reason I'm reading it is because it's fantastic. And I not only read it, but I pray it. And again, let me just say to you, let me just say to you, just, you know, you know, put your fingers in your ears. You don't want to hear this, but I'm only going to be here for a moment. My name's John. You know, you can trust me. I'm your friend. I mean, I always have been your friend, but 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 when you read scripture, it's wonderful. But when you pray scripture, you put yourself in 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 it. You put yourself in it. And I'm just going to just give me a moment because in Psalm 112, and I'm not going to read all of it. I'm just going to read um, just a couple three verses. When darkness overcomes me, now see, I'm praying this. I put myself into the scripture now. When darkness overcomes me, light will come bust, bursting in. I will be kind, merciful, generous, and fair as I conduct my business so that all goes well with me. I will not be overthrown by evil circumstances. God's constant care for me will make a deep impression on all who see it. And I do not fear bad news nor live in dread of what may happen, for I have settled in my mind that God will take care of me. And that's why I'm not afraid, but I can calmly face my foes. I will give generously to those in need. My deeds will not be forgotten, and I shall have influence and honor. I love that I have settled in my mind that God will take care of me. That's my source of strength. In fact, when, I'm, when I am with my beautiful friends that I dearly love, and, and they're not people of faith, sometimes I look at them and just say, I, I just wish that you had my faith. I'm not trying to convert you. I just wish you had my faith. Because... Um, that's where my strength is. That's where my peace is. That's where that's where my joy is. I, I mean, if you have something that 
helps you. You want it to help others. And so anyway, I'm, I'm done. I'm done with that. I'm just saying to you that in mentoring in tough times, as they sit beside you and you're sharing, you, you got to let them know where your source is. And your source may not be God. It may not be scripture. I, 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 but, 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 but what's your source? Where do you go for strength? Because you have to have a source that anchors and stabilizes you so you can do that for others. You cannot give what you do not have. Just can't do it. Um, the second thing that I want to do when I'm mentoring a person during a crisis is I want to share with them what I'm experiencing, my emotions. I want, I want to be raw with them. And, and that's why I want to beside me. See, if I teach them later, I may skip some of my negative emotions because can I tell you, for example, with the coronavirus, I was over in Israel when it started hitting the world and hitting the United States. And, and, and my, first, my first emotion to this was anger. I, I was just mad. And the reason I was angry is because I thought there's a lot of emotional people that are leading. And now the leaders are going to have to respond to a bunch of fearful people. Now, I'm not saying that's the right perspective, but it certainly is a, 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 an emotional perspective. And it was a negative with me because I was angry about it. But, but if you're beside me, I'm going to tell you, I'm anger. I'm, I'm angry about this. I, I don't like it. Uh, and then I got really frustrated because as I got back and, and everything began to cancel, all of a sudden, the next two and a half months, my schedule was all messed up. And, and I lost, I mean, I, I lost all kind of times when I could help people and add value to them. And, you know, it was a, one of my losses was I, I was supposed to go to the Vatican at the end of this month. And uh, Pope Francis had given me the invitation to speak with him on leadership. And, and we were having a master class with the Pope. And all that was gone. And so I, I was extremely frustrated. And I was, I was disappointed. Okay. But, but I had positive emotions too. I was invigorated. I mean, I don't mean this unkindly, but during a, a difficult time, the darkest time is when the leader goes, touchdown, hello, this is why I'm born. This is what I do. This is what I was born for this. So it's, it's invigorating me because it, it keeps me in my leadership zone all the time. And, and it, 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 I have creative emotions because I know there's an answer. So I'm looking for that answer. And, and, and I'm just, well, I'm, I'm grateful right now because, because there, I have forced rest time. And it's helped me with my health. And, 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 and I have a book on transformation, change your world that I've needed to write. And now I've got time to write it. So anyway, but, but let them sit beside you and let them feel the emotions that you're going through. They need to see that. They need to see your good days. They need to see your bad days. Remember, people don't want a perfect leader. They want an authentic leader. They'll connect with you. you. If you want to impress people, talk about your success. But if you want to impact people, talk about your, your failures. They'll, they'll let, them, let them in the seat beside you. Let, let, them, let them be close to you at this time. So I, I, I'm going to share, you, share with you what my source is during difficult times. I'm going, to, I'm, going to, I, I'm going to share with you what I'm experiencing emotionally during these difficult times. And, and the third thing I'm going to share with you is, is what I'm learning. Because there are tremendous lessons to be learned. And I'm working real hard every day saying, okay, what am I learning? So when somebody comes and says, you know, they talk to me about a failure in your life, I care for them. So I listen to their failure. But honestly, as soon as they're done telling about the mess up they've had in their life, the question I have for them is, well, what did you learn? Because the value of failure is us learning something that changes us. So, you know, you know I, I started putting some things down on my notes on, on what I'm learning. Uh, I'm, I'll just, I, I can't, I don't have time to give all of them to you, but let me just give a few of them. 
For example, a crisis will prioritize for us what we won't prioritize for ourselves. That's true. That this 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 coronavirus has has taken all the stuff that we've been doing and it's just very quickly said, okay, now what's really important? What's really important? I mean, whether it's going back to values and family or or whether it's going uh, going back to to the relationships we have in life. I mean, what's what's really important? Uh, a crisis just moves us around and all those priorities, some of those things that we thought was so important, we realize now that that wasn't that important. So if we don't prioritize our life, then then a crisis or something difficult has to come to kind of shuffle us around so we can look and say, what's really important to me? Another thing I'm learning is that uncertainty causes really uh, more more stress than than bad news. Um, you know, I give the analogy of going to the airport and wanting to catch the, the, a plane when, hey, when we could go to the airport and get a plane. And so you get there and you get to the gate and you realize the plane's late and you have maybe a connecting flight. And so immediately you ask yourself, can I still get on this delayed flight and make my connecting flight? And so for the maybe, maybe the next 15 minutes, you're just kind of uncertain and your, your, your stress level goes up because you're not really sure this is going to take on time. And it, it, everything's in the air. Everything's uncertain. You just don't know. Well, let's say they all of a sudden come over the intercom and, and they basically say, look, uh, this plane now is, is going to start even later than we thought. And so they give us a time and, and the time they gave us, we realize, oh, OK, <laughs> that's horrible news. I, I'm not going to I'm not going to make that connecting flight. But, you know, the stress level goes down when you know you're not going to make the connecting flight. The bad news is less stress on you than not knowing what's going to happen. Because now that the bad news has happened, you say, okay, now I've got to make alternative plans. It's back into my control. Uncertainty, what makes uncertainty so difficult for us is that it's out of our control. We, 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 we can't do anything about it. Another lesson that, that I, I'm just loving and, and learning and teaching is that respect is gained on difficult ground. It really is. If you're a leader... Uh, and you lead well during this crisis for your people. Can I tell you something? When you come out of that crisis, the respect they have for you will just heighten. Uh, the highest authority is not positional authority. It's moral authority. And moral authority is, is truly when you have been proven, tested, and you have done extremely well. After a while, you have an authority that's beyond any kind of legal ramifications. You have an authority that people just say, I follow that person because I, they've been tested and I've watched them being tested. If, if, if everything worthwhile is uphill and it is and it looks like this during a crisis, it's like this. Well, let me tell you something. If you can get through that crisis and lead through that crisis and help people get through that crisis, you're going to gain respect. You're going to come out of this with more respect from the people that you lead and, and, and more and more authority than you've ever, ever had. Uh, another lesson I'm, I'm just practicing every day is it's, it's a, okay, it's from the scripture, but it, it doesn't matter. It applies to you too. And that is give thanks in all circumstances. Boy, that's a relevant word, isn't it? Give, give thanks in all circumstances. It, it doesn't say give thanks because you're in a bad situation, but just give thanks because you're in it uh, in all circumstances, no matter whether it is, because because it's going to with the right perspective, it's going to make you and I better. Boy, a lesson I'm learning right now is a crisis lets me know that if I if my living and my talking match, you know, I, I write books, I teach. 
and I give principles out. But, you know, when a crisis comes, all those things I teach that just sound good that you write them down, they're getting tested now. I mean, are my values truly great values? It's going to be tested during the crisis. Are my principles and the truth that I teach and embrace, is it is it real truth? Wow. Well, there are other things I have here, but, uh, you know, time's kind of getting away from me. And so it's, wow. Um, well, okay, I'll give you just one more, just one more. Now, this is personal. I probably shouldn't give it to you because I need to have time to teach on it. I don't have time to teach on it, but I'm going to just put it in as a thought for you. It's good to realize that we're not in control. And it's bad that a crisis has to remind us of that fact. What a crisis does is it humbles us. I know for a fact after 9-11, because literally after 9-11, that next Saturday, I did a I did a huge simulcast across America called America Praise, and I raised over $6 million in five minutes for 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 that situation, and I put it through a, uh, well, I, I put it through World Vision. I didn't put it through my nonprofit. I wanted to put it, I wanted to have a, a, a arm's length from it so everybody know I'm not getting anything out of it myself. And so we raised $6 million, and literally the next week, I'm in New York City being led by the leaders of New York City because of what we had done. So I'm, go, I'm going through, I'm going through these areas uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm seeing the smoldering and everything that's happening. And it's, it's, and so I'm watching, I'm, I'm observing it. And in that process is why I'm watching it while I'm observing it. It's a, I, 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 there's a, there was a sense of humility among those New Yorkers like I have never seen before in my life. And I'm just telling you, it's good for me, it's good for you. It's, all, it's good for all of us to realize that we don't always have the answers. We're not quite as big as we think we are. We're not quite as important as we think we are. And that we need faith and we need relationships. And that we are our brother's keeper. These are just things that center us and get us back to basic good values that are valuable. Okay, 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 okay. Um, yun na. <laughs> bigat na no? Ang bigat Brad. Ang bigat ang ang ano, ang sobrang juicy. Dami Pero sarap pakinggan. Eh. Ang sarap pakinggan. Sarap uh, pakinggan. Ang dami mong maiko-connect sa ano mo eh, sa experience mo talaga eh. Okay, sige. Uh, ang question niya dito is how <coughs> how is the mentor mentoring you? Parang ganon. If you're a student, how how is this mentor mentoring me? Paano daw ba nangyayari ang mentoring? So, he, he mentioned about uh, binibigyan niya ng perspective yung student. more Ito, more on top. On top dun sa information na nangyayari. Let's see sa inyo, how to trade. And then, on top of that is binibigyan niya rin ng perspective, different perspective yung students. And ito yung pinaka nag-resonate sa akin, Brad, yung about sa personal life personal life nung ano ah uh, uh, pareho tayo sharing yung yung yeah yung sharing kumbaga parang dun mo masasabi that the mentoring is not just about transactional na parang after uh-huh. the class kanya-kanya na tayo uh, hindi na tayo uh, hindi na tayo friends friends ano ito ito yung isang naging pivotal moment sa personal development ko as a student and as a mentor ah uh, nalalaman ko na kapag na, nalalaman ko na lumalalim yung relationship ko doon sa mentor ko kapag ka nag-uumpisa ko ng na, de, na nalalaman ko na yung mga nasa personal niya na buhay. Uh, so, ang ako naman ngayon 
ayun din yung ginagawa ko na kapag uh, yung mga mini-mentor ko, lumalam, nalalaman ko na rin na lumalalim yung relationship namin kapag kaalam ko na yung mga personal na buhay nila. So, in other words, kapag ka hindi mo man lang alam yung pangalan ng aso ng mini-mentor mo or pangalan ng kapatid ng mini-mentor mo, hindi mentoring yon It's just basic teaching or instructor yon Hindi yun mentor kasi very transactional yon Gusto ko na yung mentor ko is tinuturuan ako about personal life. Kung baga, ka ba nang gagaling? More than that, kasi yung information itself, that's the what to think part eh. Gusto kong, I want to dig deeper dun sa pag-iisip mo. Gusto kong ituro mo sa akin yung how to think na part. And hindi niya maituturo yon kapag hindi ko nalalaman yung mga pinagdaanan niya sa buhay. Diba pagka hindi ko, kumbaga parang, ah, ganito ka pala mag-isip kasi uh, namolest siya ka pala nung bata. Diba parang ganun. Kung meron na kayong, eh hindi sa'yo ikikwento ng mentor mo yun kung wala kayo dun sa deeper level ng relationship. Totoo. Yung personal na ganun. So parang, diba pag, pagkadating kasi sa learning, ang pinaka, ang pinaka, pagdating sa, ano, sa level ng personal, personal level, ang pinaka, ano naman dyan is yung books eh. Books talaga totally wala masyadong personal level kasi, Halos wala nga mentoring na nangyari doon. It's just plain information. Basahin mo yan. Kung may tanong ako, mag-research ka na lang. Pero hindi mo na ako makokontak. And that's one of the reasons kung bakit until now, hindi ko pa nailalabas yung book ko. Kasi parang it's too impersonal for me. Di ba? Kunyari, let's say, ito si John Maxwell. Mayroon akong mga nabasang book niya. Pero hindi ko siya pwedeng matanong. I-PPM ko siya. Na, oy, meron akong hindi naintindihan na phrase dito or na fa- paragraph dito sa leader sa book mo na Leaders Ask Good Questions or Good Leaders Ask Questions. Hindi niya sasagot sa akin. So ayun yung book. Now, sa kabilang side ng spectrum, yung mentoring, ito na yung parang doon na pwedeng alam ba ng mentor mo yung pinagdadaanan mo talaga. Alam niya ba na yung asawa mo is na-diagnose ng cancer recently? Alam niya alam niya ba or ay, ikaw ba kung may kung may minimment Kung may mentis ka, alam mo ba na yung kapatid niya is natanggal sa trabaho? And ayun yung wala ako before. Ayun yung natutunan ko before. So kaya that's why right now, very personal ako pagdating sa mga mini-mentor ko. Mas, before tayo mag-usap about trading, about problema mo sa trading, pag gusto ko muna kitang kamustahin kung kamusta na si, kamusta na si ate mo. Maganda pa ba? Hindi, <laughs> joke lang. Sino <laughs> <laughs> yan? Sabi na loaded yung statement na yun. Eh. Alam, mo yung, alam mo yung mga ganong klaseng level. Kasi tayo, we want to grow as mentors as well. Diba? Siyempre, meron tayong mga programs na, yung mga basic programs. Kunyari, if I, if I want to conduct a webinar, definitely hindi ako makakapunta ron sa level ng personal level. Pero kung kunyari, let's say, if I want to conduct a two months, three months, or even one year na, na mastermind or na mentoring program, kailangan mag, magka-personal lang kami. So that's why it's very important sa akin. Kaya ngayon, hindi ko ituturing na mentor yung isang tao kung hindi niya ako tinuruan about life. Mas mahalaga sa akin yung turo niya about life kaysa yung about sa information. Let's say kung nangyari about trading yan, about marketing. Yeah. Yes. Thank you for teaching me marketing skills pero I want to dig deeper dun sa personal mo. So, ayun yung criteria ko na ngayon sa mentor. Okay? So, ayun na, ayun na muna yung input ko. Kayo na. Okay. So, ano yung, ano, ano yung mga... Bukod kasi doon, <laughs> meron pa siyang mga sinabi. Yung source of strength. What are you feeling right now? 
So siguro ganito na lang kasi yung mga yon ayun yung sinabi ni John, ayun yung learnings ni John Maxwell during this crisis. Sabi niya he is he is ano he is uh he's he's sharing yung learnings niya dun sa mga mini-mentor niya. So kayo ano yung mga learnings nyo during this crisis na pwede nyo ma-share sa mga kapanaligs natin or sa mga mini-mentor nyo ngayon? Ikaw, Seth? Uh, yung isa-isa, no? Siguro, preparedness na parang, uh, yeah, we, we have things that we're not in control of. Pero how prepared are we in times of crisis? Parang ganun. So, it's yun, uh, financial-wise, diba? Uh, parang, how ready are you? Tapos isa is yung sabi niya about uh, yung doon makikita ko ano yung mas pinabagay mo. Yung nakuha ko doon sa isang live natin na parang if you see it ngayon ang mas nakasama would be your family you know, your loved ones. No? So parang mas, mas doon makikita yung value of your personal relationships with the people yes. that they really value you. Yun yung isa. Tapos ano ba? Ayun, yung, yung sabi niya about reflection ng does uh, my giving and my talking match. Parang, for example, sasabi mo na, if I only had the time, doon may ganun na naging para yun na post na, if I only had the time, di ba, ito yung gagawin ko. Pero ngayon, meron ka ng oras. Kasi, minamatch mo na ba yun, na parang, sabi mo natin, eh, kung may oras ka ako, eh, ngayon, ito na yun. But are you giving that kind of thought process? So, so yun parang naging realizations ko right now. Hmm. Okay. So, how about the others? Anong, anong learnings nyo during this crisis? Simula nung pumutok to, ewan ko, March 16 ba ito unang pumutok? So, magtutuman sa tayo. What are your learnings that you can share to your to your mentees? Siguro ka pa, no? Uh, <laughs> sinabing, Sep, yung regarding sa, ano, regarding sa time, kasi some of my students lagi na sinasabi wala silang oras to to practice, to do virtual trades, to do small trades or whatsoever. Pero right now, kumbaga, they, they are, right now, ano eh, um, na-apply nila yung mga tinuro. So, kumbaga parang mas, mas na-accelerate yung yung adaptability nila doon sa opportunities na gibigay ng market. Tapos, ano lang, uh, just want to add, um, one thing na parang very, ano, very significant yung dating dito sa akin doon sa sinabi ni John Maxwell is yung ano, yung showing concern to your teammates kasi um, recently I picked up uh, kumbaga I rekindled with my old flame yung pagluluto ng tinapay so I used that as an advantage to connect with my students ang ginawa ko pre padala kita tinapay punta ko dyan ito yung ano ito yung time na parang hindi pa ganun kalax hindi ako hindi matigas yung ulo ko may quarantine pass ako meron akong papeles i'm very careful nakamask ako and everything no so hindi ako pasaway no so ginawa ko lang um i try to visit them talk to them kasi kumbaga parang most of most of my students are businessmen so kinakamusta ko oh how how is your kamusta yung businesses niyo how are you operating right now so Yun, uh, kumbaga I take that effort to talk to them personally. Kasi iba pa rin yung physical touch eh. Kumbaga kahit na may social distancing tayo, it is different na you're there with them rather than you're just there in front of the camera. So yun yung, that is something very, ano eh, very important to me, yung health of my students. So yun, yun lang naman. 
And at the same time, just want to share yung dagdag ko lang ka pa, yung yung ano, yung showing vulnerability. Uh-huh. Kung baga parang kung baga parang yung sinabi ni, ni Sir John Maxwell, pwede mo rin siyang, you can sum, sum it into one word eh. You have to show vulnerability for for your students or for your mentees to see you as an authentic person. Kasi, walang taong perfecto. Okay? You are walang not superman. Perfecto. Parang ganun. Walang superman, Brad. Walang superman. So, tao lang tayo lahat. We have weaknesses. We have strengths. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, what's more important is yung, ano eh, yung lifetime, lifetime bond ninyo, you as the mentor or you as the mentee with your mentor and vice versa. So, yun lang yung gusto ko i-share, pare. Correct, correct. Kasi, sometimes kasi parang iniisip nung uh, karamihan na parang if they show vulnerability, if they show their failures, if they share about their failures, eh, ma- mawawala sa kanila yung mga mentees or yung mga students. Now, papasok dito yung sinabi ni John Maxwell na about sa fans or friends. Yeah. Yeah. Fans or friends. Are you creating fans? Kasi parang sinabi dito ni John Maxwell, if you are creating fans, ikaw palagi yung nasa pedestal. Yes. Na parang ikaw yung magaling. And darating daw sa point na parang, darating sa point na maging egoistic yung mentor that you cannot surpass me. Ibig sabihin nun, hindi nyo rin ituturo lahat. Kasi you cannot surpass me. I will self I will sabotage your success. Nagka-mentor ka sa akin pero hindi ko sa ituturo lahat. Parang ganon. So I'm just creating fans. Gusto ko maganda lang mabulak lang lang ako sa public. Pero sabi niya, true leader is creating friends. Friends. More than the fans, 'di ba? Parang pagka if you're creating friends and tayo, 'di ba? Pag meron tayong friends, alam nila yung successes and failures natin. But that's why I really admire those mentors who are sharing yung kahit yung mga losing trades nila. Diba? Right now, dumadami na dumadami na yung mga mentors sa ganun. They're sharing their losing trades to show na uh, hindi ako superman. They're normal. <laughs> Oo. And at the same time, parang this is the reality of trading. Yes. Diba? Hindi porket consistently profitable trader hindi na ako, eh hindi na matatalo. This is trading. Diba? Ang nangyayari lang is at the end of the year, net gain ako. Mm-hmm. Pero maraming times talaga na natutalo din. Diba sabi niya sabi din ni John Maxwell parang yung mga those uh, ano ba yung sinabi niya sa ano authentic versus ano yung sinabi niya authentic versus yung parang nobody is looking for perfect leaders. They are looking for authentic leaders na ngayon. Pagka perfect ka puro ano ka lang. Yung mga magaganda. Yung pabibo lang. Diba ba? Marketing lang. Marketing, gains, gains, gains. Pero, bihira ka mag-talk nung, ano, ito yung pinagdadaanan. Kasi, di ba nag-talk nga siya na parang I'm very angry right now kasi meron dapat akong, ano ba yun, kakusap, may meeting with the, with the Pope. Di ba? Grupit na. It's a very big, Master ano, it's a very big, huh? Hindi. So, be personal. Be personal with your mentees. O, kapag-share rin ako. Ilang minutes yan? Five, five minutes. Five minutes. Ikaw yung less than five minutes. Pare, may last. Ano pa tayo eh? Sige, sige. Two minutes. Go, go. Bigsama. I'll go. So, 
Hindi so, kasi, wait lang ha, kung mapapansin nyo pre si Carl, meron muna, isiset nyo muna yung context, kung baga ibibuild up muna, Ibugot. tapos biglang boom, saka mag-ano, okay, sige, go. Joke lang, Carla, go, go, go. Yung pinakatumatakasi sa akin is yung nire-respect. Yung, yung respect, yung gained, yung gained on, respect is gained on difficult ground. So, basically, context is everything nga eh, diba? So, um, as a mentor, ay, uh, your students won't understand you or i-ignore nila yung, i-ignore nila yung sinasabi mo kung you're, uh, if you're not in the, on the same language. Diba? So, in order for you to be on the same page, you have to listen. Tsaka, syempre, uh, yun, you have to understand where they're coming from muna before giving out any advice or any suggestions with regards to their issue right now. And um, sa ganun, you need to connect to people talaga. Kaya, yung yung sa program ko bago bago mag-start yung class we talk about anything under talagang very ano eh uh, kung kamusta talaga yung yung work niya ngayon uh, work nila ngayon about sa um, inline sa work for uh, sa lockdown inline sa pandemic and bago bago pa namin itakil yung mga technicals tsaka syempre um yung yung pinaka first day talaga namin during our course is um i open myself up for intangibles and um setting the right context yun lang <laughs> oh very good oh at least diba oh bigyan natin isang bagsak si Carlo 3 bilisan ko na well tama naman yun ano kasi yung kadugtong nung sinabi niya na respect is green on difficult grounds kasi merong ano eh merong when you talk about respect uh John Maxwell said about moral uh moral authority, authority versus yung legal authority positional authority positional na parang pumasok ako sa company uh, let's say sa corporate world and syempre yung CEO doon yung boss doon is meron na agad na automatic authority na gagay- sige gagalangin kita dahil ikaw yung ano eh ikaw yung manager or ikaw yung CEO ikaw yung may-ari nitong company na to di ba parang ganun ayun yung mga lead ayun daw yung mga legal authority na mas matimbang daw or mas nire-respeto ng tao yung mga merong moral authority na usually natetest during difficult times yes during crisis situations, di ba? Hindi dahil nakadugtong sa pangalan mo yung CEO ka or president ka. Walang kwenta yun. It's just a title. Di ba? Paano mo ginampanan yung pagiging mentor? Okay? Yung parang pag nakikita nila yung pag nakikita ng tao how emotional and irrational you act talaga eh. Parang may instill mo rin sa kanila yung fear dun sa nasa nangyayari ngayon versus sa pag nakikita nakikita nila na um, objective ka pa rin mag-isip and adaptable sa situation ngayon kumikita ka pa, uh, kumikita ka pa rin sa trading nagkakaroon ka pa rin ng business na um, bago tas kumikita pa eh uh, it will inspire them to do the same di ba tama ito onti na lang to pre thumbs up kung ready na kayo mga mentors ready okay let's go who mentors me? When do they mentor me? How do they mentor me? I hope this is really helpful to you. I'm enjoying teaching. I, I hope it's just, I hope it's applicable to where you are. Question number four is how do I maximize the mentoring? And, and so what I'm going to share with you is three things. And because of time, I don't really have a lot of time to get into this. Maybe on another time, I, I'll, I'll go deep in it. But I'm going to give you three words. And if you'll remember these three words and practice them, uh, you'll maximize every mentoring experience you have. The first word is preparation. The second word is reflection. 
And the third word is action. Preparation, all's well that begins well. You preparing before you meet the person that you're mentoring is going to make a huge difference in their lives. I remember the first time I had the opportunity to have a mentoring session with John Wooden. My question more than the other question was, will it be a good enough session that he will ask me to come back and do another session with him? I read every book that he had written. I wrote down questions for him on a legal pad, five pages of questions. When I flew out for a two-hour breakfast at his favorite breakfast place, we sat across each other in a booth. We had small talk for 10 or 15 minutes. He said, John, do you have any questions? I said, I sure do, coach. I reached in my briefcase. I put my legal pad on the table in front of him. He saw the whole page was full of questions. He looked at me and said, oh, my, you've come prepared. You've got a whole page of questions. Are those all for me? I said, well, yes, they are, but those aren't all the questions. He said, what do you mean? I turned to the second page. It was full. The third page, it was full. Fourth page, it was full. Fifth page, it was full. I said, I have five pages. I've got a lot of questions. You're going to really be able to help me. I know we can't get through all of them, but, but can we get started? So let's get started right now. We got started right now. We left the breakfast table, went to his house by his invitation, and I left him at 4 o'clock that afternoon. And he looked at me and said, John, we're only through page one. You got four pages. Could we meet again? We sure can. Preparation. All's well that begins well. Reflection. All's well that ends well. I had five pages of questions. But at the end of that day, I had eight pages of notes. Now what do I do? Within 24 hours, I sit down and I take those notes and I begin to categorize those notes. Again, this is a whole teaching in itself. What do I need to, what do I need to apply? And, and I put all the application stuff I need to apply that he taught me there. And what do I need to, what do I need to, what do I need to, to change in my life? What did he say that I said, oops, got to do a U-turn here. I was doing that wrong. Or, or maybe I hadn't even started. I mean, maybe I need to change from not going to going. And, and so I put all the C's, the, the change things together. And then, okay, what do I need to teach others? Okay, I put all the T things there. That, and so I now, okay, these are my application. This is the things I change. These are the things I teach. That's all reflection. Now you see, I've got a personal growth program. I, I'm going to take maybe number one A, number one C, number one T, and I'm going to practice that for a couple of weeks. And, and, and so now I'm, I'm which, which brings me to the third word, action. You see, there's no transformation. There's no change without action. So there you go. Those are the four questions. You got them. Now what you'll do with them is you'll increase them and make them better than I gave them to you. But I want you to go out and find somebody to mentor during this crisis or go sit at the feet of somebody that needs to mentor you and think of these four questions and start maximizing your time with people. Why? Because you're important. And the more you maximize what you learn, the more you maximize how you can help other people. My name's John, and I'm your friend. Yon. Oh. How to maximize the mentoring session. By the way, palakpakan muna natin si John Maxwell ano, for giving a very powerful 40-minute video about leadership and mentoring. And how we can thrive rather than more than survive, thrive during this crisis. Uh, how to, ma- si Henry Tan, Henry Tan tayo, ano, uh, ano masasabi mo doon, doon sa, 
uh, three ano niya, preparation. Parang yung ARL framework na, na inaano ko, di ba? Yung action, reflection, learning. Action, reflection, learning. Di ba? Para, so parang sa kanya naman is preparation or planning, then reflection, and then action. And then planning ulit, reflection, and then action. So, Henry Tan, we want to hear from you. It's, ano eh, parang, yun, parang do, doing your due diligence lang talaga before you enter any mentoring program. Kahit na kami, kahit na ako rin naman bago ako nagpa-mentor sa inyo. May mga few questions muna. Yung iba kong kabatch nun, mas maraming questions. Parang ayaw mo lang ako nun eh. <laughs> Pero, yun, parang, yun laman talaga dapat mong gawin eh. Bago ka sumali, and also pagsali mo na. And then, syempre, kailangan may reflection on what you learned. Tingin uh, ko yung reflection na yun, nandun na yung, ano eh, doon na ipapasok yung, yung how badly the student wants it. Kasi yun nangyayari most of the time is yung mga students, kuwari, uh, natalo lang ng ilang beses, ayaw na, uh, tatama rin, maghahanap ng ibang babalik sa comfort zone. So, yung reflection na yan, dyan papasok yung ano eh, resiliency ng student. Eh. Kung kaya ba niya yung, yung pinasok niya. And dapat, dun sa preparation, alam na niya kung ano papasukin niya. So, dapat... Uh, during that reflection, magawa niya yung mga tinuro sa kanya sa trading nga, which is yung backtesting, reviewing yung trades, gano'n. Then action, applying what you've learned, executing what you've learned. Ganun. Okay. Sige, bigyan natin isang bagsak si Henry Tan. 3, 2, 1. Okay, and anyone else? Who Thanks, like to sir. Cap. Oh. Teka. Love you. <laughs> Ayun. Ah... Uh... Actually, natatawa ako dito. Um, I mean, not natatawa but natutuwa ako kasi kumbaga tayo as traders, this is something that we are doing day in and day out. Kumbaga, preparation, reflection, action. Okay? So, ano lang, um, just want to share lang what I've been doing with my students. No? Um, I'm, ano eh, kumbaga parang ang ginagawa kasi right now, ah, uh, I'm mimicking what's what worked for me. So, kung mga para nangyari, I am replicating yung ginawa namin nila Sep, nila Melbs during that time na we were starting. Kung mga meron kami week on week na review. So, nangyari, sharing lang um, ano yung mga nangyari. Kasi, kung mga parang every week meron kaming watch list na prepare for the week tapos execute namin dun sa trading week na yun. So, ano nangyari? At the end of the trading week, meron kaming post-trade reflection. What went wrong, what went right. So, mga parang it is a best practice for all of us. Kung mga nakatawa lang na na-mention ni Sir John Maxwell. Yun lang. <laughs> hey, the, power of, the power of reflection, pre. Oo. Sobrang laking bagay. Pero, sige, ganito ah. Ah... Uh, by the way, bigyan muna natin isang bagsak si Irbs. 3, 2, 1. Tayo as mentors, we really need to prepare as well. We need, uh, uh, ito, hindi tayo, uh, isipin niyo yung perspective natin as mentors, not as students. Ano? So we need, really need to prepare as well kasi meron akong mga kilala, Brad. Literal na sa paint lang yung mga charts. Snip, uh, ano tawag? 
snippet ng paint. Hindi ko alam kung sino yung nag, meron akong student na uh, nag-comment ng gano'n na parang, bakit ganito? I paid, uh, I paid, ano, ano uh, in, in, this, this course very expensive. Tapos, ano, so, alam mo yun, nandun din yung, uh, may, may papakita rin natin yung enthusiasm natin and yung dedication to the, to, to the craft. Yung, alam mo yun, yung parang we really respect this relationship. That's why, Gusto ko rin sa yung ibigay yung value that you really deserve. So nakikita ko naman that you guys are always preparing. Actually especially si Herbs. Kasi kayo hindi ko hindi, hindi ko masyado nakikita yung mga ano si Herbs kasi palaging ipinapakita. And nakikita ko yung kung gaano ka intense mag-prepare to si Herbs. Eh, si si Chef din pala. Paano ka intense mag-prepare yung dalawang yan pagdating sa ano? And I'm sure kayo din. Diba? Sa mga mentoring ano nyo. So, and then yung reflection na part na parang every single session, naintindihan kaya ng mga students ko yung tinuro ko. May may, may ganun ako actually palagi, brad eh. Na parang, may, oh. ayun yung parang pinaka-exciting for me kasi alam ko that doon ako mag-grow as a mentor. Uh, to tell you guys honestly, ang daming times na, na makikita mo eh. Makikita mo sa mga mukha nila na parang confused sila eh. <laughs> sa tanong din ng students pag yung team sa, sa tanong tapos parang teka parang ano ah hindi ako Pag nakapag tahimik na parang ha? may confusion doon parang hindi ako nakapagbigay ng context ng reward ka so sige ah, sige ah, okay lang sa next session tirahin natin ulit yan i-review natin para maano ma- natin yung mga yung mga open loops or yung mga gaps diba yung reflection na, kasi kung kunyari let's say if meron ka lang timeline ay sorry meron ka lang outline that you really need to to follow and wala kang pakialam kung naintindihan ba nila or not, dahil wala kang feedback system or wala kang reflection system, eh, yun yung, yun yung hindi, hindi effective masyado na tingin ko ah, na design ng isang mentoring program. And then more importantly, yung action. Sabi ni John Maxwell, di ba yung, there's no transformation without action. There's a lot of courses out there that are information courses. Now, ito, nandito tayo sa time na we need to transform dun sa implementation courses. So, if you are not pushing or encouraging or demanding action from from your students, uh, i-practice nila yung knowledge na itinuturo natin, <clears throat> wala talaga mangyayaring transformation. And believe me when I say this, kasi first time kong na-experience din yung ganun. I've attended a lot of seminars and to tell you honestly, marami mga seminars na hindi ko na-put into action dahil wala. Parang hinayaan ko lang siya maging ganun. Na parang naging information seminar lang siya. Ngayon, nandito siya. Yung about sa mobile apps, nakawento ko na sa iyo to, Irbs, di ba? Yes. Nandito lang siya. Parang iniisip ko na meron siyang parte dun sa brain ko na nag-eat up ng storage, nag-eat up ng space, tapos, hindi ko maka, hindi ko, hindi nawawala pare, kasi wala akong action na ginagawa. So, and, marami kasing, ganun ng mga students, parang, ituro mo na sa akin, give it to me, give it to me, send mo na yung PowerPoint, ba ituro mo na lang, ba yung action is, uh, wag na, saka, ako na bahala doon, naku po, huwag nagpapaniwala sa ganun, Brad. Yung sila na bahala, ituro na lang, ibigay na sa kanila yung slides. Ako never ako nagbigay ng slides. Never ako nagbigay ng slides kasi that's that's not effective. Sa pound for pound, 
meron akong isang pinadeclare sa kanya sa kanila during the first day of session to set the context. Ano yun, Irbs? Ito si Irbs. Uh, ano to? Student to ng pound for pound. What's that? Yung I hate what? I hate self-learning. I hate self-learning. That's what we hate sa pound for pound. Kasi pound for pound is not an information seminar. It's an implementation seminar. And sabi ko sa mga students, you guys have been self-learning. For the past three, four, or five years, and walang result. Now is the time to change. Now is the time to get out of your comfort zone, and tanggalin natin sa isip natin yung ego natin that kaya natin uh, mag self learn, mag self led learning, and just submit to the process. Na kung ano yung meron kami, how how we designed the pound for pound na maging accelerated learning siya. So parang ganon. So just trust me and just submit dun sa process natin, processes natin dito sa pound for pound. So parang ayun yung isa sa naging realization ko rin kasi dahil guilty rin ako dun, dun sa self-learning na part. Pero hindi siya effective eh. For most, siguro, for most people, hindi hindi masyadong effective. Matalino ka, matas yung IQ mo, pero wala kang result. Para siyang ganun. Kaya ang daming alam ko na yan na students. Alam ko na yan. Alam mo na, nasa resulta mo. Diba? So, pag, pag, pag wala kang resulta, hindi mo pa talaga alam. Kasi wala kang courage na itake action yung alam mo. So, ibig sabihin, meron pang loopholes. Dahil hindi ka nagtitake action eh. So, hindi mo alam. Be humble. Parang ganon. So, yun yung naging take ko dun. So, anyone else would like to add or let's wrap this up. Let's wrap this up para makapag-dota na tayo. <laughs> Go, Carl. Yung sinabi mo lang, Cap, yung parang sa first day ng pound for pound, yung I hate self-learning ba yan? Oo. Um, parang nag-resonate yun dahil naal- parang naala- naalala ko lang din yung nabasa ko sa uh, think and grow rich wherein um, mas marami ka talagang makukuhang experience not only uh, through your self-execution but rather um, from the subconscious and yung mga experience and yung mga sineshare ng ibang tao sa'yo. So the more brain uh, the more brain power or yung tinatawag sa TGR na infinite uh, uh, what do you call this? By the way, TGRs think and grow rich, guys. Ah. Think and grow rich, written by Napoleon Hill. Oh, go, Carl. Ah, yung infinite, uh, infinite mindset, batawag don. Something like that. Na, um, in order to create, yung yung maattract mo talaga yung mga yung mga learnable skills, makuha mo yung gusto mo achieve is th- not through, um going alone dun sa path but rather uh, creating a team na pare-pareho kayo ng um, goal in mind. So, yun lang naman. <laughs> Tama. Tama. Find, find an environment, nurturing environment. And then, iba sabi nga nung famous quote, I forgot kung African proverb ba yun or kay galing kay Confucius yun. If you want to go fast, go alone. You'll definitely, you can definitely hit 1M in just 3 months or 6 months. Pero if you want to go far, you need go to go together. together. African so, proverb yun, Brad. African <laughs> proverb pa. Oh, yun. Yes. So, African proverb pala yun. 
the t- teamwork makes the dream work. Oh, sino pa? Last words, final words. Siguro na, so an palang nakapag-refer ako na there's really no such thing as being self-made, no. Palang ako if I were to talk about my success, I really owe it diba, to to my set of friends, to my set of mentors. Like, you know, see Xena Irv, Xena Mills. Everyone was been part of my journey. Diba? Whether it's big or small, they they all have been part of my success. So parang, diba? Kasi may mga ganun na, na terms, eh, self-made or minsan for me, that's just talk of ego. Eh. Pero at the end of the day, diba? Parang, <laughs> and, and dami tumuyong din sa'yo, siguro. Whether directly or indirectly. Yeah. Definitely. Sino yung mga naging teammates mo in the past? Napakadami yun. Minsan makakapag-refer ka rin. Kasi may magsasabi na, in the past, yun na naranasan nila, di ba? Pero what if they want to change or achieve higher goals in the future? They need to realize na, oh, sige, napagdaanan ko na yung mag-isa ko dati, di ba? Mm-hmm. Pero pa- paano if I want to achieve higher goals in life? Uh-huh. They need uh-huh. to realize na, I need to change my perspective na ka. Find a team. Diba? Yun yung gagawin niya sa pwede. Sa program, may mas matututunan ka pa sa students mo rin. Hindi, <laughs> oh, no, back and forth siya eh. Oo. Totoo yun. So, ayan, that's your challenge for today, guys. Yung sa mga kapanalig sa atin nakikinig. If you do not have a teammate right now, find one. If you can find one, create one. That's how you will speed things up. Especially yeah. during this crisis. So, just let go of that of that resistance or obstacle in your mind. Because everything is in the mind lang naman eh. Diba? Approach. Sino mga pwede mong ilista mo? Ilista mo, no? Ilista mo sa notebooks and start texting, calling, or chatting them. Today and tomorrow. Kamustahin mo. Diba? Kasi may trust na part, definitely. Merong trust na part. Pero if you're gonna talk about, you sit down and talk about the rules of engagement dito sa team natin, the values that we value, that are important to us, uh, ito, tinuturuan ko na kayo ha, ng step-by-step on how to create a powerful team. Diba? You can start with the values. What's important to you? Ano yung non-negotiable mo? That's number one. Important to me is freedom. Important to me is love. Important to me is relationship. Uh, sorry. Important uh, relationship. Important to me is integrity. Loyalty. So, sa Goal Getter Mastermind, talagang ginawa namin yun. Diba, Irbs? Yes. Top five, what are your top five values? And then create rules. Rules are very important. Yung code of honor nyo. On how, because those rules will protect your values. Now, rules have, have been there ano, since time immemorial. Diba? Uh, yung, yung Ten Commandments nga, halos dun din arrive. Diba? lahat yes. ng mga rules natin sa sa bansa or sa ano sa mankind 'di ba yung mga legal 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 rules ha thou shall not kill 'di ba mga ganun so create rules because you want to protect your values you are you, what you tolerate nga exactly so create rules on how you will protect those values if you value let's say timeliness 'di ba i value my time so ano yung pwedeng rule doon Diba? Uh, do not be late or be early on time. Five minutes early on time. That's a rule that will complement yung timeliness na binavalue mo. Diba? Uh, 
How about, let's say, if you value freedom? Diba? I value freedom. Okay, sige. Uh, pagdating sa skeds, sa schedule ng mga meetings natin, hindi tayo every Saturday 9pm. Next week, Sunday 10am naman tayo. So kahit pa paano, merong freedom, di ba? Hindi naka-fixed. Di ba? Ayun kasi yung ayon ng iba na parang mer- naka-fixed yung, ano nila, yung schedule nila. So those rules will protect your values. Kasi if wala yung mga rules na yon, you will feel attacked most of the time. And dun nagkakasira-sira yung team. Kasi may individ- yung nagkakaroon ng conflicting values dahil walang rules that's protecting those values. That's the power of a code of honor. Guys, makinig kayo. Every single seminar that I conduct, ayun ang pinaka-pinakaunang ginagawa namin. What's our mission? Ano yung, ano yung uh, kailangan namin gawin para makomplete namin yung mission? And what are the rules na, uh, na meron tayo to complete this mission? Sa umaga, no? Simula na meeting? Sa umaga. Two hours before. <clears throat> Actually, wala pang set-up-set-up. Dinidiscuss ko muna agad yung rules. Kasi that's very important. Dahil kung hindi, magkakawatak-watak eh. Yung team eh. Kanya, kanya. Ang pinakamahirap, guys, is mag-manage ka ng mga leaders. Kunyari, oh. di ba? Mapas, mapasunod mo? Or mabi, ma, mabigyan mo yung mga ano? Di ba? Parang yung team nyo is puro kay leaders. Puro kayo gusto mag-voice out or gustong mag diba, sa kanya yung opinion na tama ayun pero naranasan ko na yon nagkaroon ako ng mga nililid na team na mas matanda pa sa akin mas successful pa sa akin mga CEO ng ganitong company so naranasan ko na yun. and it's it's really possible kapag ka merong rules code of honor that will protect the environment so yun that's the first two steps actually in in ano in building a very powerful team so ayun yung kailangan natin this crisis find your teammates or create a team okay so ayan it's time to say goodbye and tayo, open ako. Warcraft. <laughs> <laughs> I hope guys, uh, meron kayong natutunan na valuable sa, sa, sa buhay nyo, sa career nyo, na pwede nyo magamit during and after this crisis. And gusto kong pasalamatan yung mga mentors na nandito are always showing up to support you guys. By the way, natu- kayong mga mentors, natuto ba kayo? Raise your hands if natuto kayo dito sa session natin. Kasi ako, okay. I, re- I really learned a lot. From Mag-share John Maxwell na. and from okay, you guys. Oi, oh, sige, oh, si Jordan. Importante yung ano, lemon. Try natin si Jordan. Yan, yan, yan. I guess, ano, no one starts na sobrang galing mo na leader agad. Na when you put, when you are put in that role, whether accidental or, ano, personal talaga na, personal decision na nandung na, don't expect na lahat ng mga decisions mo magiging tama. Kasi it certainly happened to me um, many years ago. So, ang important part is you get feedback from your team and kailangan yung sense mo dun sa environment mo, kailangan meron kang greater sense eh. Dun na pumapasok yung awareness mo, not just self-awareness, but yung awareness mo sa team 
how you know them. Meron kasi yung parang aura, aura ng comfortability around them or medyo sometimes may discomfort din. So you need to sense those things and then take action. Marami ako naging mali before, right? Like being passive. May pagka-passive kasi ako due to perhaps being an introvert ng konti. Pero again, I realized yung importance ng being out there, supporting people. I think yan yung ano, isa sa mga naging growth points ko when I started ano, yung etong organization um, sa SSF community. So, whatever I did wrong in the past, uh, I think I, as much as possible, yun yung hindi ko na iniiwasan ko for now. Kasi it didn't lead to my and my mentee's growth. I think very, ano, very important tong binigay na lesson ni John Maxwell sa atin about leadership. So I hope we all learn from it. Kahit na hindi tayo leaders, even in an individual level, I think very, ano, very strong, he set a very strong context for all of us. So, kailangan lang, we just take action. Kasi, again, information is already here. We just need to take action. For yeah. us, for team. Very good, very good. <laughs> Ang alam mo, marami tayong naging learnings. Pare-parehas tayo. Marami tayong case naging study, learnings. Case study, case study. Isang napakagandang case study yung mga pinagdaanan natin. ano Pero, yeah, we're talking about teams. And guys, sa mga nanonood dyan, ano, gusto ko lang bigyan din ng, ng, ano, ng itong mga to, itong mga nakikita nyo ngayon, sila, mga mentors ngayon na nandito. Uh, during their, during their, ano, during their, uh, student days, mga part na to talaga ng team. Itong sila. So, like for example, itong si si Jordan. Siya yung scribe nung batch. Actually, for me, ah, for me, si Jordan pa rin yung pinakamagaling na scribe sa lahat ng mananakita ko. <laughs> Pare, Brad, Brad. Bola, bola. <laughs> Wait, Brad, ito i-explain ko sa'yo. Ah. Tawa, scribe din ako. <laughs> Brad, i-explain ko sa'yo ha. And si Jordan yung palagi kong... Self-scribe din yata eh. Jordan yung... Uh, anong tawag dito? Uh, palagi kong ine-example na the best scribe. Alam niyo kung bakit, Brad? Kasi ganito ang ginagawa ni Jordan, pre. Uh, pagka every after the lesson, meron na agad siya nung summary. Every after the lesson, meron na agad siya nung summary. And that's the only time na nakakita ko ng ganun. Kasi yung mga succeeding batches, every pinapaganda pa or uh, ewan ko kung ano ang tagal one month bago makuha yung summary yung minutes of the meeting kasi yung scribe ay yun ang role niya di ba? siya yung taga, taga sulat kung ano yung mga diniscuss si Jordan every after lesson cap ito na boom tapos pag tinignan ko ay po siya ayos ah hindi ko alam kung mabilis ko ba mag type George or ano tapos meron pang highlights meron pang highlights so that's Jordan scribe part of the team ikaw Lance scribe ka rin ba? Oh. oh, part of the team. <laughs> Ikaw, Irbs. Kasi ito si si Melvin, alam ko yung role nito eh, during their batch. Siya yung ano, uh, sa, saan ka nga Melv? Sa, Excel man? <laughs> sa ano? Sa, Eagle Eye mo yun? Eagle Eye. 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 Eagle 
Wala. Padabla. Sobrang ganda ng improvement. Sobrang ganda ng improvement there. Oo, padabla. Hindi wala ka bang para ya. Wala ka wala ka bang role ears? Meron. Meron yata eh. Meron. Meron pre. Hoya. Date bloomer. Date bloomer service. Hoya, hoya. Basically, all I'm saying is, uh, being a leader, you need to be a follower somehow then. Some, uh, kailangan meron din kayong, para at least alam nyo rin kung, kung papaano. And you need to be part of a good team then as well. So, kaya lahat sila, itong mga to, they are good leaders dahil they were once followers. Ako, ganun din ako. Actually, kung iisipin ko nga pre, mas maraming times na uh, ano eh. Ako yung... Hindi uh, ko makalimutan yung sa ano Brad, yung sa... Doon sa camp natin sa Malaysia. Talagang lahat doon gusto maging leader. And alam mo, ito pare ah. Alam mo kung anong nangyari doon? Naging follower lang ako. Sabi ko, I just... Ito yung role ko. Ako yung tagabuhat. And magiging, ano, magiging dun sa peak, pare. Uh, hindi ko nasa, I don't want to spoil. Ano? Ayaw kong i-explain. Sayo lang, sayo mahirap. One of the Sobrang best. Sobrang hirap ng challenge ng team namin. Pero alam mo ba, Brad? After the, ano, after the, that activity, para akong nag, ano, para akong nag-bloom. Ang nagpapasalamat sila sa akin, sabi, parang sinasabi nila na parang yung, yung actions mo itself is inspiring us. Parang gano'n na, parang you're at, ano, you're really a leader parang sinasabi na kahit ako pare wala akong leadership role noon kasi ibinigay ko eh sabi ko ang dami na masyadong leaders ang dami nang gustong mag, mag ano mag mag take ng role as a leader sabi ko i just want to be a follower sige bigyan mo ako ng role gagampanan ko ng tama yon so doon lahat mag-uumpisa yon just kung paano niyo ginampanan from the very start yung mga roles na ibinigay sa inyo alam niyo na part kayo ng team alam niyo na vital vital part kayo doon sa mission That's why leaders kayo ngayon. Kasi you understood how teams work. Diba? So kayo mga nanonood dyan sa bahay, itry nyo lang to be part of a team. Diba? Yung, mag, sa, yung family nyo, that's a team. Neighborhood nyo, that's a team. And syempre sa career, sa community, diba? that's, that's part of the team. So itry nyo lang to be significant and vital part of the team. And definitely, mas malayo yung mararating. Okay. So, by the way, bags- uh, isang bagsak muna para sa lahat. 3, 2, 1. So, thank you guys for watching. Uh, sana natuto kayo. And see you again on our next stream. Malaking bagay sa, in- malaking bagay sa amin na nandiyan pa rin kayo until after 2 hours. Okay? So, bye-bye guys. O, oh, sa inyo. Batala, batala! Bye guys, thank you again. Thank you again for showing up dito sa MYM session natin. Bye bye.